Welcome to the Self-Care Project Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. As coaches, moms, and athletes, we share what has worked for us and our clients, as well as our struggles. We are passionate about being real as women, moms, and professionals, and helping others live healthy lives through sustainable habits. Our mission is to help more people see self-care is not selfish. All right, you guys, I am back here with my co-host Casey, and today we are talking about turn your dream life into a reality. We talked about goals, we talked about resolutions, we talked about visualization and how to put those into a vision board and manifest those things. So let's talk about how to actually put those things into action. Um, You know, Casey, we all have dreams and some of us have big, huge dreams, right? Like some of the things that I dream about seem a little far-fetched. You got to have something every once in a while that scares you a little bit. Um, But just like you and I, we dreamed of having a podcast. We talked about it and then we just showed up, right? And sometimes the hardest part is just taking that first step, but that can be scary. And sometimes you just don't even know where to start. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this podcast, I, this is something that we talk about a lot. Like we absolutely love being here and sharing this content, you know, but when I think back, I used to spend a lot of time overthinking what other people were going to think of my choices. You know, what if they, what if they don't like it? What if they think it's stupid and they make fun of me or they give me a hard time? What if no one wants to come here and listen to what we have to say? And it took me a long time to overcome that train of thought, you know, but I did it and we did it. And here we are on this amazing podcast that we love so much. And we are making it happen. Uh, You know, starting my own coaching business was a huge leap of faith for me, you know, and Stacey and I, you both and I, we both have our own coaching businesses. And if it wouldn't have been for the work that I did on my mindset and forcing myself to change the narrative from within, I don't know that I would still be doing it yet. I would still be over there with my imposter syndrome or overthinking it or thinking that I had to have every, every little detail worked out and that I needed to be the expert in every little single thing before taking that leap and taping, taking that first step. So it, it really, for me, it's, it's a big mindset thing. And we've talked about that a lot, you guys, but, um, yeah, you just gotta, you, it, it starts with a little bit of faith. You got to believe. Right. And you know, that's, that is hard for a lot of people. Um, and you said imposter syndrome, we talked about this earlier, like it's that paralysis by analysis. It's that stopping dead in your tracks because you were thinking too much about it. Sometimes you have to take messy action and you know what? It doesn't matter if you launch your website and you go back in and you change it a hundred times. It is a living and breathing thing. And that's, that's part of what is hard for a lot of people is just not being able to put something out there. That's not perfect. Right. Um, and so I think really what it comes down to is having the ability to, to see yourself in these things, right. To see yourself accomplishing these goals, to know that it actually is possible. And that's where it comes into that mindset change. It comes into changing that narrative. It's not, I really wish that I could be this or really hope that I could be that, but I am, I will. And this is what it looks like. And, you know, sometimes that's, that is the first step and you know what needs to happen to 
you know, you do the research and you figure out what it looks like and you see how that, how it show, how you're supposed to show up like that. And then figure out what you need to actually get the ball rolling. And, um, I had, so I had gone through my audible a couple of weeks ago when the beginning of the new year started and had looked through some books that I had half finished or had started and finished. And the compound effect for whatever reason was one of those, you know, life happens, we get busy, but in the compound effect, uh, Darren talks about momentum. He talks about taking that first step and how it's hard, but once you start things easier, it's physics. And, and I won't go into that because that is not, um, I am a biology person. <laughs> I am, I am science and math, not, um, not the physics side of it. So I won't talk about that, but we all know that once, once energy is in motion, once something is moving, then it's easier. Right. And so we have to think about that as like that energy that we spend getting that ball rolling, that is our motivation. We want to work hard, but then once that ball's going, it has momentum. And so we want that momentum. We want to get those things and start seeing that vision for ourselves so that when our motivation gets low, we already have things in motion and they're actually easier. And, you know, that really comes down to removing barriers now that the ball's rolling, we need to remove as many barriers as we can. And that can come down to preparing your environment. It can come down to scheduling. It can come down to preparing so that you have a plan and a routine, or it could just simply mean getting out of your own damn way. Cause listen, if the ball's rolling down the hill and you lay down in front of it, because you can't get out of your own way, like now we got a serious roadblock, right? We've got to speed up. <laughs> uh, right. And I mean, and how many times I say, like, get out of your own way. Because just like when you, when you're in this mindset of, I can't do this, or you're so worried about other people's thoughts and opinions, that is your own self standing in your own way. Nobody is saying that to you. You're saying it to yourself. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again here because it's like, I, I live and I die by this. If you don't acknowledge your own barriers, you will never have the right plan to overcome them. This is something that I get from my clients from one of the first times that I've met with them is tell me what it is that's come up in the past that you feel has in like been in your way or prevented your success. What has kept you from reaching your goals? Because you need to own it. You need to give it a name. It needs to be tangible so that you can acknowledge it so that you have a plan because at the end of the day, all it takes is one, one misstep, one disruption, and you're totally off the rails with no direction on how to get back because you didn't prepare for it. Because somewhere in your mind, you, you told yourself, it's not going to happen to me this time. And let me just tell you, if you've tried five times and it's happened five times, it's going to happen that sixth time. If you have not prepared for it and put something in place to remove that barrier. So spend some time with yourself. But back on all those times where you failed and admit that you have failed and why you have failed and call it a failure. Failure is not a dirty word. We talk about this a lot. This is something that I have, I have preached to myself. Um, so I don't apply any concepts to my clients that I'm not willing to do myself. Exactly. And every, yeah, every failure is an opportunity for you to learn and for you to grow and for you to change your process for the next time. We like to call that failing forward. Once you've done this, that plan and that routine has a better chance of becoming a reality because failure is only failure if you actually quit. 
Exactly. And you know, it's quitting is the dirty word, right? And so um, you're, you're totally speaking, preaching the words of one of my favorite motivational leadership speakers, um, John Maxwell. He really talked a lot about failing forward and that if you, if you're not taking messy action, if you're not taking enough action that you have the risk of failure, you're really not trying hard enough, right? And when we fall down, we have to look at why we fell. We have to look at what those barriers were. We have to look at the things that were, that we did wrong. And we have to be honest with ourselves. If you are not honest with yourself, then you're never going to make progress. You have to take accountability for your shit. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, sometimes this comes down to like, all right, we're going to imagine yourself as this person, right? Imagine yourself as this person, imagine what that person does. And when I guarantee you that person is failing, right? And that person's getting back up. That person is not staying down on the ground for long. They're going to figure out what they did wrong and they're going to move on. But when you're doing this, you know, you, you want to imagine what that person's everyday life looks like. You want to imagine what they drink for coffee, what time they go to bed. Right. And we did a vision board workshop, like in person yesterday. And part of this exercise was like a, a visualization exercise or a manifestation exercise where they picked one thing on their vision board. They took that image and imprinted it into their brain. Like you you plant that image in there, you close your eyes and you see it. And then you imagine what it feels like when you accomplish that goal, right? One of the girls was a high school student. She had on there that, um, she had on there the mascot for university of Florida. Right. And so that was her top school. She wanted to get into the school. And so I told her, I was like, close your eyes and imagine what it feels like to open that envelope, which nobody gets envelopes anymore, by the way. (laughs) So to open that email, to open that email and see that you got accepted to your number one university. What does that feel like? What does it look like? What is the space around you look and feel like what's happening? What does it sound like? Use all of your senses right? Use everything, right? And be specific as fuck. Like you need to be that person, right? And it's, it's not a matter of not being authentic, right? It's just a matter of imagining yourself being the very best version of yourself. And don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with you, right? You are perfect. However, there's things that we want, right? There's things that we want to accomplish. And if you're never picturing yourself as that upgraded version of yourself, then you're not going to get there. And I think about like being a marathoner, right? So when I decided that I was going to start running marathons, I did tons of research. I wanted to know what marathoners ate. I wanted to know what their routines look like. I wanted to know, um, what time they went to bed. I wanted to know what, um, you know, what the whole routine looks like. Um, and you know, it really is kind of like a, I hate to use this term, but like fake it till you make it. Right. We hear the term fake it till you make it a lot. Right. And I, there's one version that I've heard that I, I prefer it a little bit better because, um, <laughs> I don't know, it just sounds, it sounds better and it's face it until you make it. And I think a lot of what we're talking about, it really makes that fit really well. Cause we're talking about like 
facing those barriers, facing those goals, facing all of those obstacles, whatever it is, you have to face those things head on. You have to acknowledge them. You have to write them down because you have to have a plan and you need to tackle that plan head on if you're going to hit those goals. But I absolutely love that visualization that you just gave, because as we've talked a lot about, this is where we learn a lot about the difference between motivation and discipline, because they aren't the same thing. And again, Right. We've talked about this and we know that. And so when you look at that person, when you visualize your person of who you want to become, and you really look at them and look at your life and see yourself as them, that feeling that you get, that warm, fuzzy, excited that you get, that that's your motivation. Your motivation is growing in that moment. Then it's right. time to take some inventory of yourself, your life, those barriers that we've already talked about. And you have to to create that discipline that you are going to need when things come up and you don't feel like getting it done that day. Because what do they say? Don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today. And it's <laughs> right. probably it's probably more than it's like, you know, tomorrow's not promised, that kind of thing with the whole time, whatever. But but it is so incredibly true. Like if it's something and when you when you start to develop the habits and you start to develop the discipline, those things that you need to do that you don't really want to do that particular day, they start to feel like less of a burden and more of an accomplishment. I struggle uh, and I'm not super great at finding the discipline to do it. But what I've realized is that I can take a few extra minutes in my night, muster up that discipline, get it done. Because do I really want to wake up first thing the next morning and have to clean the kitchen before I can start breakfast? Like, no. I don't, I don't want to do that. So the lesser of the two evils is being disciplined in my kitchen at night, cleaning my kitchen and going to bed without dirty dishes. So you just have to, you have to get in this habit of like, you just got to do, you have to do, and you have to keep doing until you get where you are trying to go. Exactly. And you know, that's like listening to, you know, I had listened to a lot of David Goggins. I had listened to this, um, Darren talk about, you know, the compound effect. But listening to these people talk about it's the discipline, it's the understanding what the outcome is, how you're going to feel. And that's where that visualization comes in is like, I know when I'm sitting there at the bottom of my stairs, staring at my shoes, not wanting to put them on, not wanting to go run in the cold. I know that I'm going to feel better after I do it. I know how much it will hurt if I don't do it and I'm not properly trained. I imagine how it feels to run through the finish line of that race. And so I'm, I am working on that intrinsic motivation by using these visualization tools. And, you know, when that, when that runs out of steam, when we don't have that anymore, sometimes it comes down to your schedule. Sometimes it turns into like, this is just what I do at this time. And that's where scheduling can really come in handy. You have big projects ahead of you. We do this at work. We do this for meetings. We do all the same things. So why wouldn't you schedule time for yourself? Why wouldn't you schedule time for your workouts? Why wouldn't you? I have diagnosed ADHD. So guess who forgets to eat? And then guess who is a raving lunatic when I get home in the evenings and I am not eating anything that is supporting any of my goals at that point. So scheduling my meals and reminding myself to eat is really helpful for me. And you can do this for anything, right? It doesn't just have to be your workouts and your food and stuff like that. Like schedule some uninterrupted time. We call some of these like power hours and things like that. um, Just where you have that uninterrupted time to really just focus on what you're doing. Absolutely. 
My, my favorite thing is, um, and something that I've learned because I've been, I feel like I've been on this learning journey a really long time because there's always something new to learn. But if you don't run your day, your day will run you. And this exactly. was something that, again, as a fellow adhd and a mom that homeschools, and all of a sudden, I was like, all of that, like my time is completely my own. I'm no longer at the mercy of a school schedule. There's nobody telling me where my kids have to be by what time. That sounds really great. Unless you are someone who struggles with ADHD and being able to hold yourself accountable. And, um, you fall into this (laughs) trap of saying yes, a whole lot, because you're like, yeah, I can do that. My schedule's open. Yeah. We'll just shift the school day over here and we can do that. And I was quickly losing control. And when you, and and then to be in a state where I felt not in control of myself, of my schedule or myself. And I always, stuff was always going on and I was always busy, but I was never really getting anything done. I, I had to gain control of my schedule. And this is something that again, I tell my clients, you, you talked about making appointments for yourself. Uh, you guys, yep. if you've never, if you've never been in the military, you've never had to do military medicine and you've never been served, you've never served overseas. <laughs> if you get it, if you get a doctor's appointment or you get a dentist appointment, there is nothing on God's green earth that is going to cause you or force you to miss that appointment. Like it is like gold to be able to get in and be seen and on the base for these appointments that you need. And so what I try to help encourage is you're not going to cancel the doctor's appointment. You're not going to cancel a dentist nope. appointment. You won't cancel a, an appointment for your kid or your, your appointment with your therapist. So why are you canceling on yourself? You are just exactly. as important, if not more than all of these other appointments that you have. So you have to look at it that way. Like you are making this appointment for you. It is something that you are going to hold yourself accountable, build your day around that. Don't, don't look at that schedule. Like, Oh, I'm supposed to work out but my friend asked me if I could do this and I really want to do that. So, you know, I'll just, I'll just get my workout in later or, or, you know, or I'll just work out again tomorrow. Like don't do that yep. to yourself. And it, it never happens. Like it's it, just not going right. to happen. And, and, you know, we, we end up putting ourselves last a lot of times when our days get away with, get away from us. And, you know, that's just not, we're just not getting anywhere doing that. And before you know it, you know, not only has a day gone by, a week has gone by, a month has gone by, and then a whole year has gone by. And you look back at those goals and those things that you had, and you just didn't take the right action. And that's, you know, that's really at the end of the day, what we're talking about is the difference between a hope and a dream, right? And just wishing about you know, that something is going to happen and versus your goals and actions, right? So having a goal, taking action, actually getting in there and taking the first step and not worrying about if it's perfect, not worrying about if, if you look cute in your workout clothes just yet, or if the gym is too crowded, or maybe you don't know what you're doing, or if you haven't quite gotten your nutrition figured out, or you're ready to launch your new business and you don't have all the details just yet, like just take some action, just take the first step. That wraps us up for today. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Check the show notes for details. And as always, you can connect with us on Instagram at Self Care Project Podcast. If you're interested in joining us or there's something you want to hear about, please 
send us a DM. You can find me at CaseyStevens.com or over on Instagram at CaseyStevensWellness. And you can find me at StacyGartner.com or on Instagram at StacyGartner. Everything else is linked in the show notes. Take care and stay healthy, you guys. Bye.